Welcome to Isis in the Evening, where Isis talks in the evening. Um, it's currently 10.26 p.m., uh, and today we will be talking about whether or not I personally believe in the four models for regulating expression and speech, and I'll be expanding on why or why not I do believe in the four models for regulating expression and speech. Now, first, before I dive into anything or talk about what I'm going to be, you know, showing or showing or, you know, talking about or diving into later on, I'll be saying the four models of expression. This is this comes directly from the textbook. Hold on. Okay. Since the mid-1950s, four conventional models for speech and journalism have been used to categorize the widely differing ideas underlying free expression. These models are distinguished by the levels of freedom permitted and by the attitudes of the ruling and political classes toward the freedoms granted to the average citizen. The first, the first model is authoritarian. Developed in 16th century England, at about the time the printing press first arrived, which we, you know, talked about earlier in the year. Well, earlier in the semester. My apologies. But um, advocates of this model believe that general, the general public needs guidance from an elite, educated ruling class. An authoritarian government censors the media that critiques its actions and supports the media that it's sympathetic to its agenda and the agenda of the ruling class. Today, authoritarian systems operate in many developing countries throughout Asia, Latin America, and Africa, where journalism often joins with government and business to foster economic growth, minimize political dissent, and promote social stability. Authoritarianism has also reemerged in European countries such, such as Hungary and Poland. In these societies, both reporters and citizens may be punished if they question leaders and the status quo too fiercely. Now, I was thinking about, uh, you know, expressing my feelings on that and talking more about that right now, but I'll do it later on in the podcast. I'll just continue with the rest of the models. Now, the second model is communist or state. Communist or state, sorry. The government controls the press because state leaders believe the press should serve government goals. Ideas this cha- ideas that challenge the basic premises of state authority are not tolerated. A few countries still using this model include China, Cuba, North Korea, and Turkmenistan. I've never heard of that. Turkmenistan. Um, social responsibility. Social responsibility categorizes the ideas of mainstream journalism in the United States. The press is usually privately owned, although the government technically operates the broadcast media in most European democracies. The press is also free to function as a fourth estate, that is, an unofficial branch of government. An unofficial branch of government that monitors the legislative, judicial, and ex- 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 
sorry, I'm talking too fast. Executive branches for abuses of power and provides information necessary for self-governance. I don't know what's going on, guys. I can usually pronounce things. Libertarian. Libertarian. A more radical extension of the social responsibility model is libertarian, libertarianism, which encourages vigorous government criticism and supports the highest degree of individual and press freedoms. Under this model, no restrictions are placed on the mass media or an individual speech or on an individual speech. Libertarians tolerate the expression of everything from public publishing pornography to advocating anarchy. In North America and Europe, many alternative newspapers and magazines operate on such a model. Now, those are the four models. I'll be out. I might be showing parts of documentaries to explain what each of these, you know, uh, how each of these act and, you know, in different states of government, in con- different countries. Uh, I might show bits and pieces of short videos. And I'll also be expressing my opinions on each of these models. <laughs> Excuse me. Uh, I hope you enjoy. Thank you <laughs> for listening. Now, first, we'll be talking about authoritarian. Um, that's the first model of expression I spoke on, I believe, because it's the first when the te- textbook pops up. But uh, I don't believe that this is an effect. It should. I don't think it should be used as a model of expression. I don't think that a government should have or be able to have this type of government. Um, and although I don't like government's period, I just, I especially don't like this. Um, it says that advocates of this model believe the general public needs guidance from an elite educated ruling class. An authoritarian government censors the media that critiques its actions and supports the media that is sympathetic to its agenda and the agenda of the ruling class. Uh... I think that's, personally, I think that that's stupid. Um, The government's agenda oftentimes is not in, you know, it's not for the people. It's for them. It's um, narcissistic. Uh, The government most governments are all about themselves and when you see places in, within Asia like you know I don't want to name any places um, I don't want to name any countries that aren't authoritarian and then be wrong but I know of some places I believe I'm not going to name them in case I'm wrong uh, let me type search authoritarian countries um so norway oh that is not correct i don't think hold on 
Hmm. Okay. I think this is odd because this says that China is an authoritarian capitalism and on the textbook it says that it's a communist. That's odd. I don't know. Um, but oftentimes author- um, authoritarian um, countries they lack civil liberties and things like freedom of religion they don't let people be themselves they don't let people be happy they want the agenda they if they want if they want a country that you know that's has no muslims they're going to make that they're going to make that agenda happen for example um recently in china there were concentration camps for Muslims because of who they were, their religion, what they believed in, what made them happy, what they were content with. And it just controls people. I mean, all of these technically control people, except maybe libertarian, but uh, it controls people in the way that they cannot be who they are. I'll say be who they are where in in the matter of who they are doesn't harm people. It's not like they're um, a KKK, KKK member. And I don't, the KKK isn't, you know, I don't think the KKK is even like illegalized or anything. Like I think Um, yeah, there's nothing that says anyway, that's getting on my nerves. Uh, it's not like who they are is harming people, like a KKK member, but apparently they're allowed to be them. KKK members are allowed to be them, even though they, you know, harm people. But, uh, Basically, what I'm saying is in authoritarian places, countries, they're stupid. <laughs> um, I am hmm. not sure how accurate this textbook is because of the fact that this says that China used. I guess you can be like. I'm talking to you like you're my friend, like we're close. Because we are. It's my podcast. I'm going to talk to you as if you're, you know, my friend. We're having a conversation. Okay, so. Okay, China is capitalist, communist, and also authoritarian. Okay, that makes <laughs> that makes a lot of sense. Um, now, from what I've 
heard about communism. I've heard many say it's bad. I've heard many say it's good. I heard many say it's um it's an extreme form of socialism and I personally I I believe in socialism. Personally, I don't like the government. I don't like how anything's set up in this world. Um I don't <laughs> Uh, like it's this world is hell for many people this world is filled with suffering for many people uh and it's all because of anyway that's how that be me going too deep into it but um i'm not matter of fact we're going to watch a video on communism because I've heard mixed reactions uh, and I heard that <laughs> because Karl Marx I've I actually have his own book sitting next, sitting next to me uh Hold on. And he was, I will say, he was right in a lot of his rights. <laughs> he was, I'm not going to say that completely, completely agreeing with, with communism because I didn't research it enough. But in his book, he did touch on topics and, um, you know, subjects that made a lot of sense. So let's see. I clicked on something called Was Karl Marx Right? Mm 